it's Robert Mitchell, and this is High Tide in the Dream Time. I think we got episode 33. I think today's episode is going to be called Fractal Consciousness. And it just came to me the last couple hours because, you know, I have been fascinated by fractals for quite a while. And in fact, the first time I really became aware of fractals was in a dream that I had about 25 years ago. And the dream was this. I was in a going into a bookstore where I had once worked in Mill Valley called The Depot. And there was a big line outside and I was wondering who was, uh, who they were waiting in line for, who all these people were waiting in line for. And I walked inside to see who the author was. And when I got inside, I realized that people were there to see me. And that I had written a series of books and the books were differentiated by their covers, which had fractals on them. And each book in a series had different colors in the fractal. So the first one was like blue and yellow. The second one was red and white. The third one was purple and, and green. The fourth one was, you know, pink and orange, whatever. There were four or five of them in it. And it was a really sort of transcendent moment in that dream. And I think it's related to this podcast because I am presently working at getting these podcasts put uh, into writing and I'm going to edit a book. So it's not, not germane to what I'm talking about today. But what I really want to talk about with fractals is that there is this mathematical, if you've ever looked at fractals, they're fascinating because there are these mathematical patterns that are spatial patterns that are built into the structure of the pattern that repeat infinitely and just create the pattern over and over and over again. Now you can see fractals in nature, like you can see fractal uh, patterning in the way leaves grow, in the patterns of leaves on trees to achieve maximum photosynthesis. You can see them in the blooming of a flower, in the way that the petals are set up, in the pattern of the petals. You can see fractals in people's physical structures, in their bodies, that there's this intelligent design in their bodies that actually communicates something about their purpose and about the nature of the consciousness that gave birth to their life you, and its intention for them. You can actually see that. Now, when I look at someone's astrology chart, I really feel like what I'm looking at is a fractal of their consciousness that is completely unique. It's not like anybody else's. It is the structure of their consciousness that propelled them into this lifetime, that made this lifetime necessary to make them aware of these patterns that implicit in these patterns have doorways of transformation. That these are patterns that they brought into this lifetime for whatever reason that have inhibited them and sometimes during great successes because they have uh, shielded out other awarenesses of themselves and screened out other awarenesses of themselves so when I see these patterns in somebody's astrology chart, I can always talk about it. And I always know that it's gonna resonate with them because my mantra when I work with people's astrology is that charts don't lie.
And oftentimes I work with people who have a bit of skepticism about astrology because uh, I don't really deal with people who are sort of inclined that way. I'm, I'm usually dealing with people who are sort of, they're not new agey. And so when I tell them about the astrology, they're usually somewhat skeptical about it. And what happens is when I start talking to them about their astrology charts, they listen with a poker face because they're worried that I'm doing some trick. And if they react some way and they respond some way, I'm going to pick up on their response and know what I'm saying that's true and what I'm saying that's not. And I can assure you that isn't what I'm doing. And I've learned to trust that if the patterns through the recognition that I'm able to, to achieve through looking, having looked at a thousand charts, um, if, I, if I discuss these patterns with people, they will have experienced them. They will have experienced them as children. They will have experienced them as adults. They will have experienced them personally, professionally, um, psychologically, spiritually. It's all in there. There are these there are these patterns that as they expand their awareness of, become more and more prominent in their experience. And I can also say, having looked at my own son's astrology charts, probably within a couple hours of them being born, I know these patterns are present before people meet the people who these patterns are reflected into. So before people meet their parents, before they meet their siblings, before they meet their environment, before they meet their culture, they're inclined to perceive it a certain way. I know that for a fact. And I know that you can identify that five minutes after they're born. And then, or I can talk to them when they're 55 and they're already gonna have experienced it in a big, broad, full way that I'm then able to talk to them about. So, and not only will these patterns have occurred in their lives or, and occurred in their, all aspects of their lives, these patterns will occur in their dreams. Because what the patterns we're talking about are the patterns of consciousness that propelled them into this life and made this life necessary and created challenges and difficulties and frustrations and gifts and abilities. But what I also know in these challenges and in this fractal of consciousness is that each of these structures has within it a potential for transformation. And usually that transformation comes about through frustration, difficulty, challenge, depression, because the experience of the patterns without consciousness, without objectivity becomes so oppressive because there is this unlimited, transcendent, universal, uh, eternal consciousness behind that in every person. And it's the engine for their experience. And if they just experience the patterns, they don't experience the propulsion, the propulsive force from the primordial ground of intelligence from which they sprung. And if they don't experience that connection to that primordial ground, to the ground that transcends birth and life, that expands from before this life and continues on past it and is in it, they are going to lose vitality. So everybody, no matter what they're doing, if they're an artist, if they're a businessman, if they're a doctor, if they're a, you know, whatever, just they're all trying to do that. Everybody's trying to do that. And 
the success with which they do that is really dependent upon them and their own efforts and their own desire to be a part of that transformation. Some people have more of an awareness that that transformation is possible than other people, and some people admit their awareness of that more than other people do, but no matter where people are, they have that process going on. And there is a looming intelligence behind their lives that's waiting to be discovered and to revitalize every aspect of their life at any time that they're willing to engage that. So that's what astrology does, is it shows that there is a unique structure in each person's consciousness that required a lifetime to become aware of it through an experience. And that that structure was in place before they got here because you can see the structure a second after they were born. So it exists before their experiences. And my thing is always just to articulate that and let them know that there's an objective reality that can be talked about that's theirs. And usually they've come to me right at the moment where that's becoming less and less bearable and they're looking for the transformation. Otherwise, there's really no reason to talk to me. Um, and, you know, people can just watch the NFL <laughs> or play golf. Um, anyway, so, or watch movies, you know, or, or binge watch Netflix. Um, but what I want to say is then what psychedelics offer the opportunity for is they offer the opportunity to experience the consciousness that exists beyond those patterns and to offer an objectivity on it and an opportunity to become that consciousness. And that is what Jung talked about when he said metanoia, which I know I've spoken about before, which is where the consciousness expands into something else, where all the difficulties and all the patterns and all the conflicts that preceded that moment no longer matter in the same way. That it's not insight into what your problems are that solves your problems, but actually viewing them from a different state of consciousness from where they were created. And you can see in people's astrology and also in people's life conflicts, what the Buddhists call their dharma or their karma. You can see the patterns that have jailed them so that they're not able to experience the propulsive force of the intelligence that gave them the capacity to develop those patterns. But now those patterns have become manacles of the mind, what William Blake called the manacles of the mind, that keep them from experiencing the intelligence beyond those patterns. And most people are just in their patterns and they think that's just me. But I know for a fact it's not true. I know from working with people, it's not true. I know from the way people dream, from my own dreams, that it isn't true. And the amount that people are willing to entertain that possibility is the amount that their capacity to change is tied into. So I sort of, I, record, I recorded this earlier and it was stopped by a um, phone call and so I've repeated this and I, I've made it more succinct and more clear I think and what I want people to take from this is the understanding that their patterning isn't who they are 
that there is a reality beyond their patterning. There's a reality beyond the fractal, but it is sort of like the artist who created the fractal, the mathematician who created the fractal that allows you to experience the rejuvenating energies of one's consciousness beyond those repetitive patterns. And once that happens, you can never go back. The repetitive patterns don't matter anymore. They, they're gone because they've served their purpose and their purpose was to lead to these transformative moments where a new consciousness is born. And it's a consciousness that much more is aligned with the eternal aspects of the person who is the bearer of that consciousness. And that's the transformation that we're all looking for. That's what's healing in both these modalities. And it's real. I'm not kidding about it. And so if, 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 if you have your own struggles, if you have your own repetitive patterns, if you have your own narrative and your biography that makes you feel unhappy, there is a doorway built into that, a transcendent doorway that can move you into something else. And nobody needs to feel despair or depression that they can't get out of that because there is work to be done and vision to be had and transformation to be experienced. All right. And everybody, once they've gone through that, they can help other people either with their compassion or their insight or their generosity or their warmth or their love or their creativity. So it has a purpose and a place and a reason. And we're all part of this process. It's super cool. All right, you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.